Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin'? And this is not a dream. You are listening to us live and in stereo. Is it stereo? Yeah, it's stereo. That's how I edit podcasts. Um, <laughs> and I'm not alone. I am Felipe, the the fun-loving uh, Candace who dreams up wild things. But I have with me Will Davis, who has one of the haircuts that you may have seen in this episode today. Will, how are you doing? Only on the sides. I, I did get a haircut today. Um, did Carly Rae uh, Jepsen cut your hair? <laughs> uh, no, I wish. Oh, do I wish. Uh, no, I, w- I was actually asleep right before this. I had a, I had a dream. We had, we had Tommy on the podcast. It was a great podcast. Um, turned out none of it was real. So hopefully, hopefully we live up to, to the dream podcast. I, I sure hope so. I mean, when you got a great get like Tommy, you hope it. You hope it's a reality. Um, the dream come true. Yes, we also have with us our regular third wheel, but she's the fifth wheel to everyone else. It's Miss Navi. Navi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm just happy that the talking zebra is back so soon. <laughs> we love the talking zebra. I think in iconic legends, it goes backpack girl one, zebra two. In terms of like people we stand. Backpack girl. Oh, someone's a fake fan of the Classified podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's so, been a long time since I've seen that show. Yeah. Um, but we got we got the lovely ranch lover himself, co-host of two of his own podcasts, and like just all around icon it's touchdown tommy tommy's tommy he has so many names i don't even know what make a wish tommy (laughs) yep tommy how are you doing i'm good uh glad to be here thanks guys i hope you don't send me to uh to reformant school to to stop me from loving ranch maybe Mm -hmm. um i hope i get to stay right here and if you do maybe it'll be a dream like you said and i'll just wake up and a a zebra will be puppeting my body yeah or (laughs) Yeah, as long as it's Baljeet or the zebra. If it's not the zebra, okay. But if it's Baljeet, then you'll settle. Baljeet had me in stitches this episode. Mm-hmm. She was so funny. <laughs> we love Baljeet in this house. 
so Tommy, what's your backstory with Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, so I'm probably a, a Phineas and Ferb casual. I definitely watched a ton of it when I was a kid. Like it was on around mm-hmm. in my in my household. So I saw episodes. I wouldn't say I watched them all, you know, continuously, but there's definitely like bits I remember. I remember the whole like shoe laces thing. That that's mm. a you know, mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember I actually remembered this episode. Uh so I would say I'm like a light Phineas and Ferber, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh do you have any like memorable songs or inventions that they do other than the episodes before we get started? Yeah, I feel like uh, clearly squirrel in my pants is just a bop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OG simping. Yes. And then uh inventions wise I feel like the roller coaster, that's like, I feel like the one, the iconic one, when you're trying to think of Phineas and Ferb, it's that giant roller coaster they build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they reference, they mention a lot of the uh, inventions that we talked about already. Um, Will, do, do you know if they mention anything that we haven't talked about? I, when... I don't think, the only thing was they said something about uh, a boxing match when it was very obviously a thumb war. Um and something about the boys made a time machine whenever they fixed a time machine. But other than that, I think everything Candace said was was actually things in previous episodes. Yeah, uh, that's the beauty of going in order is that yeah. we can we can follow we along. Know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Tommy, before we get started, do you want to introduce yourself to those who might be unfamiliar with your credentials? As you have two podcasts yourself, right? Yeah, this is me. I'm Tommy. The sweet, sweet sounds of my voice is what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have two podcasts. I have one that I cover, Ned's Declassified. We're going back in time, back to the 2000s. And me and my co-host, Jalen, are talking a lot about our high school experience while going through the themes that Ned's provides. It's been a wacky journey so far. I've enjoyed uh, getting to reminisce, realizing that like my school loved to put us to work. For money, child labor laws. <laughs> we're yeah. shaking. That's well, who, who You might not understand the reference if you haven't watched the episode in a minute. But who who loves child labor more? Uh, your school, your middle school, or uh, the Bettys from the Penis and Fur episode? So I did listen to this. Uh, uh, it's got to be my school. I don't know. They found very creative ways to get us to work. They instead of detention. You know, this is a spoiler for the podcast, but instead of detention, they would make us go work in this garden that they were trying to build. And we would just have to go go uh, do work in the garden to make it beautiful for the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to knit as well. Or like knitting club was actually paid. Uh, you were trying to make money for some trip or some yep. cost. Yeah, we were going to Hershey Park to do a singing competition. And so we had a knit to get the money to get to the the singing competition. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from that it is nuts. No, just do a fundraiser, <laughs> like sell some chocolate bars, oh, yeah. <laughs> like sell some cookie dough. Like, why did you have to knit for this? I still don't understand. No one does. We did do a fundraiser on the side as well. It was just oranges. Someone really wanted to sell oranges. oranges. Yeah, mm. no one bought these oranges. We just had tons mm. of oranges sitting in our school after this. Who's going to buy an orange? I'm sorry. Like, you yeah, want to buy the junk. My my brother's school, I guess it was also my school. It was, it was, it was the choir that did this. Uh, and I was not in the choir, but my brother was in the choir. They started selling uh, peaches and pears, I think. Uh, 
Produce as a fundraiser has, has always been weird to me. They need mm-hmm. a fat kid on the panel because the fat kid would tell them <laughs> no one wants this stuff. Oh, I mean, they all, they all sell, I would like, have I would have been like, sir, why are we selling this stuff? Sell some chocolate. During- I mean, let's be real. Adults are the ones with the disposable income. Like, your parents probably ended up buying, like, half of the stuff you would sell for a fundraiser anyway. Mm, uh, I remember we did Peak of the Valley, uh, like, vegetables because we live in mm. Manitoba and it's, like, agriculture. So we would do that. But what yeah, kind of I vegetables? took over that story that you had to knit as a fundraiser. Like, I don't know. We don't have to get into that right now. Yeah. I'll talk about it afterwards. No, totally. And yeah, we got that one. And we got uh, Stark Wars is my other podcast with my co-host, Michael Rear That's covering Star Wars and Marvel, you know, superhero, but Marvel kind of uh, TV shows that have been coming out on Disney+. Plus. We just actually did a bonus podcast with the guys from uh, Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We wa- we did a bonus podcast of Invincible because I like Felipe said mm-hmm. I am crazy for Invincible right now. As is William. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, watched uh, the Bad Batch came out today. I haven't watched it. No spoilers. I, I haven't either. I haven't. Either. I had to ask Jacob if so, I could watch. Whenever it, I, I went it. to go watch this episode of Phineas and Ferb, it was like showing me all the Apparently Star Wars it's like stuff. Like an hour. Movie. Or like yeah, a good, it's, it's like, like an hour, hour eighteen, I think. Okay, so I I just started Clone Wars, which uh, we can talk about my feelings towards R three S six, where I called that droid a traitor's hoe to Jacob, and that was the, that was the language I used that I didn't want him to expose. But I just started Clone Wars, and that's why. And Jacob was like, I guess you could watch the Bad Batch. It's like not super spoilery, but like it's up to you. No, you disagree? I don't, I don't think it's no. I'm saying I'm agreeing oh. with him. I don't think it's that spoilery. I think okay. it's like. I would wait, but it's like because there's so much Clone Wars and and then so much Rebels. If you really wanted to get into it, that would probably wait and just watch Bad Batch. Yeah, I've also seen The Mandalorian, which I feel like also spoils some stuff from those shows. So if it's like super minor, then I don't really care that much. Um, The last thing I want to say before we get into our episode discussion is my favorite thing about the Declassified podcast specifically is how much of a bad friend Christine is. (laughs) Christine (laughs) snitches on them. Because they got Taco Bell, and just to set up the story for the listeners who are unaware, uh, is that Jalen went and got Taco Bell with a few of her friends, and then they came back, and you weren't allowed to leave campus, but you could say you could get, like, if your parents dropped off junk food for you, that's okay. And then they they had a plan in line, and then they finally got to the last, it's like a video game, they got to the last boss, and Christine, like the VP of the school was like, where'd you get that Taco Bell? And Christine was like, so yeah, we were at the store and everything and they all got detention. And Christine, 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 Christine. Christine was my favorite storyline that I never saw coming. But yeah. her messing up that storyline and then just her writing <laughs> the adventures of Backpack Girl and exposing this girl in front of the class. You gotta listen to the podcast. A mm. lot of it honestly is just stories about yeah. ourselves. We we talk about Ned's people say like they can follow along, which is good, but yeah. it's mostly just about us. <laughs> yeah, uh you don't say a podcast on tangents that's supposed to be about a TV show. <laughs> We can't relate. <laughs> like, yeah, this episode was 22 minutes long. And I think last week we talked for over two hours. At least in the podcast. Not much episode. about this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Backpack Girl is another another legend. I, I love that you're building your own little like universe of characters. And they're all like Jalen's world. Like Tommy, Tommy <laughs> yeah. needs to bring some more characters into the story. Yeah. Jalen's great at that. Me, it's like, well, we just did more child labor laws <laughs> to today. To be fair. <laughs> Jalen had like 2,000 people 
at their high school, and then you had sixty. Yeah, sixty-two. Mm. So oh, in the whole oh, school or in your class? In my class. In my class. Okay. But yeah, I need to start bringing more characters, and I think I need to make up fake names. So I guess I'm more w- worried that one of them may listen, and then I'm telling all these. That's see, mm, yeah. yeah, you can't trust you can't me. No them. one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Navi says, as a listener herself, (laughs) (laughs) calling herself nobody. Yeah. But aside from that, no one else. Only I listen. Hey, I'm right here. All Um, I need is Navi and uh, Felipe. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, Anyways, Will, do you want to take us to through this episode of Phineas and Ferb get busted? Yeah, let's do it. This this was like this episode is like a, a full episode that's pretty much only one story mm-hmm. there there's like I, I i think every other episode we've seen even even the small ones it's like there's there's a phineas and ferb plot and there's a pair of the platypus plot or there's a phineas and ferb plot and there's a candace plot or something. this was just all one one plot which, i which... at the end of the episode like right before they did like the final big reveal mm-hmm. i was like wait is there not going to be a Doofenshmirtz appearance in this episode? I was going to be so sad. And then he shows up, yeah. like, curse you, appear the platypus. I'm like, okay, at least, like, because sometimes I'll look at shows and be like, which character, like, if there's a few actors that weren't in every episode, I'm like, oh, I wonder what episodes mm-hmm. they're missing. And I was like, oh, my God, did Doofenshmirtz, mm-hmm. did Dan Povenmire not want to show up to work yeah. this day? Well, he, so so Dan Povenmire, he did the one line, curse you, appear the platypus. I'm pretty sure that song, the, the blues song, Chains on Me, I think that was him singing. Okay. Uh, so he was at least uh, voiced a little bit, but not much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready to get started in this, this episode. Uh, so this episode starts, the, the boys are in the backyard. They are building the, the flying car of the future today. They have, have modified their mom's station wagon so it can fly. Uh, and, and Candace is trying to bust them, as she always does. And and she there. Linda asked Candace. She's like, doesn't doesn't this uh, routine ever get boring of of you trying to bust them and me not seeing things? Um, but this time she does see it. She sees the big tower with the flying car on top, uh, and she gets she gets pretty mad. She says, you know, Phineas and Ferb, come down here right now. Uh, the the boys are all excited because they think they have permission to do this. They are like. Never once in the history of the show have the boys thought they were going to get in trouble, because they always they always ask like, "Can I can I do this? Is this is this okay?" And apparently they they had asked, you know, "Can can we trick out our car?" And their mom's like, "Yeah, you can trick out your car," because she thinks they're talking about their toy cars, but they're talking about the real car. Uh, and the now they've got a flying car holding. that's very unsafe. The toy <laughs> car that she's holding, so yeah. how can they trick it out? Yeah. Um. But, you know, they're being safe because they've got these invisible helmets on that look exactly like their heads. That should have been the bit that I did. Was I should have said that this haircut was just a, a helmet that looks exactly like my head. Mm, missed opportunity. I can edit it in post. No, feel like leave it. it all in. Leave <laughs> it all in. What kind of lacroix is that? This is a, a guava Sao Paulo. Ooh. Ooh. I've never seen that. Yeah, this, this, this is the first time I got it. This was... Uh, maybe a week ago, I saw this guava flavor and then uh, black raspberry. Well, the states always get all the good flavors first. Like we didn't get like peach and pineapple bubbly until like two months ago. 
So Pfizer and Moderna. I'm a big <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the good flavors. Leave me alone. Hey, I'm getting my vaccine yeah. tomorrow. So I'm you know, so I'm, excited for you. Like I'm an early birthday present. Yeah, I know. It's great. Uh Tommy, I interrupted you. No, you're good. I was just listen, the vaccines are way more important of my LaCroix uh flavors, but I was gonna say uh key lime is my mm. go to. Key lime. key lime. I like key lime. That's a thing. I don't know how you all feel. I feel like the the seltzers I prefer like slightly saltier or like savory, like not not savory. That's not the word, but like the tartier. Like no 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 not that but beef, like, beef juice. Oh no wait no I'm thinking of white white claws. What am I saying? I meant like the, I like the lemon white claws more than like the super sweet ones. Okay. That, what is yeah. what what. But you, you mean sour? Is, is sour the word you're looking for? No. I meant like not super sweet, but I don't know what the opposite is. No, I don't want to get off this all. Like maybe we're onto something like meat flavored LaCroix. We got your fish LaCroix. We got mm. your turkey mm, LaCroix. That's salty. That's salty. Bacon that's LaCroix. Underneath. I mean, there, there are like flavored. bacon ice cream flavors. So you've, you've seen it. If they can, if they can make soda that tastes like ranch i'm sure they can make Lacroix that tastes oh, like meat no. have you tried it tommy i've not um i've seen it in stores i listen i love ranch and i love some ranch flavor things i can say we may have went too far with ranch soda but if someone gets me it i would happily drink some ranch okay soda. hashtag yeah. fake fan I oh that, hashtag i already got see i i would i would defend tommy here because i i think that if if he doesn't want to drink ranch flavored soda, it's because he's a purist to the ranch. Would you pair this ranch flavored with soda a... is like a bastardization of ranch dressing? Thank you, Will. It's not gonna. Would you pair it. it with an orange chicken flavored soda? Orange chicken that Ooh, could be pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, know. orange chicken with ranch is it? That sweet and savory. Is... Uh, I. I okay, I get the sweet and savory thing, but the flavor profile of ranch, it's like just such a unique flavor profile that I don't it it only works for very specific things, like particularly very bland foods. And orange chicken is the opposite of bland, unless you're like have someone who like cooks it very poorly. Mm -hmm. I I just we can move on from this. We don't need to linger on that. Buying orange chicken and sending it. I would I would you. be interested in trying orange chicken. What's ranch, of course. I This is just bringing back all the memories of the unhinged rep- recipes from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. In the first eight minutes, <laughs> he puts fried chicken batter with Fruit Loops and then makes like Fruit Loop <laughs> fried chicken, which I talk all about in a podcast that will be released later this week. But Tommy, Ed- you have thoughts. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off was it. That decom <laughs> needs to be put on a pedestal because I loved that movie i would re-watch that movie so much and bobby flay's in it yes i i forgot to text will asking for his bobby flay thoughts before we recorded the podcast but uh, it amounts to he's the worst Ooh. <laughs> oh no why is he canceled uh i don't know if he's like officially canceled but it's okay here's my deal with bobby flay and why guy fieri is so much better let's hunker down here folks yeah this uh, is so guy fieri he has the show diners drive-ins and dives but his mm-hmm. whole show is I'm going to go around the country. I'm going to highlight all of these small businesses. It's going to make the people watching want to go see these small businesses and it's going to attract business to the small business. 
help the small business owner. That's Guy Fieri's show. Bobby Flay's show is, hey, you people come on my show and I'm going to kick your ass. This, this beat Bobby Flay that he has people just come on this show so he can show that he's better than them at cooking. Uh, that's that's my deal with Bobby He took the, the Amy from Survivor Guatemala approach. I'm going to beat you down. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, when he does get beat by another chef, that just makes it all the more satisfying. Because he deserves it. That's why. Has, yeah. has he ever lost as someone who doesn't watch a ton of cooking shows? Because Isn't it like 50 think... 50? I think really? it's. I think it's pretty rare, but it happens. I think it's less than 50-50. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, this is just like, to sum up my feelings on Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Uh, basically, I feel like the movie was written because Bobby Flay wanted to be in a movie and he also wanted a vacation to New Zealand where he would only have to do one day of filming while the rest of the cast did all the work. <laughs> did um, they film that movie in New Zealand? Yes, that's it. Why? Why did that I don't know. <laughs> Wendy Wu was also filmed in New Zealand, if anyone cares. Which is also a great decom as well. Yeah. Ugh. So many Maybe they ones. just get a super duper tax break in New Zealand. Maybe. That that probably makes the most Maybe, maybe should... baseball is better in New Zealand or in Ooh. food. Maybe food tastes better. Maybe everything's better in New Zealand, guys. Mm. You know what? I'm going to ask Lisa afterwards. Be like, Lisa, why do all these Disney Channel movies film in New Zealand? Um, but they can't even get a local survivor in your uh, show back up and running because. <laughs> but also, I don't think that honestly, like if I was Lisa, I would not be mad if I was the last survivor winner from your country. Yeah. Like you're the, you're the reigning champ. Spoilers for Survivor New Zealand. Oh, sorry, Dang Will. It. No, it's fine. It's okay. fine. I I I I knew. I knew. Okay. Yeah. I was warning the the still, listeners. Still in watch the this season if you haven't seen it because it's actually Definitely. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the best. Don't watch the first New Zealand one. That one is very skippable. But well, you can watch it afterwards. I, I'm a big proponent of every Survivor season has something to offer. That's, that's... But yeah, watch uh, Thailand. You've seen Survivor Thailand, right? <laughs> New Zealand, Thailand. Let's just be clear. Not, yes. not American Thailand. Okay. Um, but yeah, where were we on this Phineas and Furball? Uh, so the, the, <laughs> the boys are getting sent to Smile Away Reform School. Uh, which which looks nothing like it does in the brochure. It, it yeah. looks like this very happy place, but whenever they get there, it's basically like a like a uh, what, how did I describe it? it it's like Tri-State basically a jail in a school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I I have that written down as one of my my favorite moments. Now that you're you're waving, I have um, thoughts on this. So uh-huh. if if there are any sort of like inspections happening, which they should be, and I don't think that it's happening in this universe, this place would be canceled and like yeah. over, right? We have to remember it's a dream. <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. It also, is a like, dream true. Also like Phineas and Ferb's parents, like maybe go check out the place. Don't just trust a brochure. Like yeah. see, see the campus first before you just send your kids there does anyone remember the fairly odd parents where they did the same thing it was like this like i i <laughs> have that written i had that written down for for the feedback uh because okay. we have a question about about uh bad schools and i i have written down in my notes oh i didn't even see the questions yet. that uh this uh school reminded me of uh, flappy bob's learnatorium from <laughs> schools out the musical mm. yes I also um, loved the the main guy, uh, voiced by good old Clancy Brown. Yeah, Mr. Krabs. Mr. He's in Krabs. Everything. 
he was uh, he did some voices in Invincible. I remember pointing him out uh, a couple days ago. He's also Long Fang in Avatar. I just finished Avatar yesterday, so I'm, I'm big in Avatar. I thought you finished last week. And I I watched the finale last night. Uh, watched uh, the finale last night. A so spoiler good. free take. What'd you think? Actually, we're all I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah. So um, good. Shout out to Mark Hamill, who was also in that show. May the fourth be with yeah. everybody today. Yeah. We are recording here on on Star Wars Day, as it were. Also, isn't it Jacob's birthday today? Happy birthday, Jacob. Yeah. What? <laughs> I know if, we're, if, we're gonna, if we're gonna bully him, we should also give him. Give he him specifically credit. asked me not to like advertise his birthday. Oh, no. oh well. He didn't. That's why I like put out like I don't know if anyone saw my tweet, the R two D two tweet. That was like very coded. If you reread it with that knowledge, okay, fine. Uh, you have to look at the back of it and then like put fire next to it, and it will lead. Yeah, to the... like. Yep, yeah, it will be a map. Um, yeah, it is Jacob's birthday. Happy birthday, Jacob! Uh, he sent us some great feedback questions, so I'm excited to get into those later. Um, oh boy! Oh yeah. no, he. I I told him not to listen, and I may have like snitched head on myself because I'm like I may have bullied you in the last one, oh, and he's no. like he's like. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I feel bad. Um, yeah. Tommy, I, I know you said you listened to the podcast, so I'm sure you got to the part where uh, we revealed that Jacob didn't lose his first tooth until he was 12 and still has four baby teeth. I, yeah. We don't need to bully him again <laughs> about his teeth. We've, Especially on his birthday. He's been through enough. <laughs> I feel like every podcast Jacob is on, he somehow, something gets revealed about him personally, like, him licking things and, you know. <laughs> yeah he soon was enough we're gonna child. know everything about it yeah i mean isn't that the goal of friendships like to know your friends well yeah yeah but do you broadcast it to the internet <laughs> i mean he broadcasts this himself he's the one who reveals these on podcasts and then... his, his story itself his yeah. story itself yeah, true. And to be fair, even if he did ask you to edit it out, you probably wouldn't. So <laughs> that is some fighting words because I, you know, how much time I spent on that AJ podcast. <laughs> no, because I famously don't listen to the podcast. I know, I know, I know. Um, I, that's why. That's why because I know Navi doesn't listen. That's why I'll put things in the end that, uh, like, some cutscenes that Navi will scream at some points and like different like sound drops of Navi and in the last episode AJ as well being being chaotic uh because I'm like this is I this is some fun gold that we I don't want to leave out but I don't know where to put it so I put it at the end did you leave like that 45 minutes of us just talking about the challenge (laughs) I did I did include the quote that AJ said Lauren Ashley Beck really did go out there and say that she wanted to host a kid show and then go host Dateline afterwards. <laughs> um, she wanted to, yeah. So I, I included some of the snippets. Uh, we talked a lot about the challenge last week uh, and not, not for reasons we thought we were going to talk about the challenge. <laughs> How do you think Backpack Girl would do on the challenge? I think Backpack Girl would do well. I mean, the backpack will be heavy, right? When they have to run up those hills. Yeah. But maybe it's got some snacks in there. And then they can True. take little breaks and be like, oh. I would like some... to see Backpack Girl and Christine on Rivals 4. <laughs> I would <laughs> stand that. Or Jalen with anyone trying to sit at her lunch table. <laughs> I was going to say Jalen and the health teacher. But then I remember that the health teacher mm-hmm. got fired for reasons that we... Um, <laughs> <So>. like, because... <laughs> 
Jalen's a quick reader. In the episode <laughs> that just dropped, uh, she reveals more things about her schools, about mascots, and it's a it's a big shock. Okay. Oh yeah. no! I haven't listened to that one yet. I'm excited. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in this episode, I mean, we, I just want to stand balance sheet more because like he's just on this bus already he's yeah. ready he excited he he knows that it's a toxic environment also he's like excited to like suffer i'm like Belgi, you need to love yourself some more he's i mean he shaved his head for this <laughs> he was ready he was ready colin bald g he was bred for this i love this is also like candace's version of him like this is how candace sees him yeah <laughs> yeah the, the episode takes like a whole nother light knowing that all of these are like the characters through candace's eyes yeah, yeah. that said there was no fireside girls no isabella no buford um so we obviously see how Candace doesn't care about them. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a fake what you do in this episode. We didn't get the the real Yeah, we, we, we got it from, from Clancy Brown, the drill the drill sergeant. <laughs> I looked it up. It was it was Damien Darkblood, the demon detective. Yeah. And in, in Invincible is who Clancy Brown did the voice of. Hmm. Um yeah, so they're they're on the bus going going to this reform school. Valjita's there because he was apparently kicked out of summer school for his grades being too high. Uh, they they all get buzz cuts. Grade deflation. What the hell? Like, <laughs> this is not fair. I was upset. They all get buzz cuts so they can all look, uh, so they can all conform and look like each other. But Baljeet is ready for it. He's actually wearing a wig. Yeah. Uh, the Baljeet, uh, there, was, there was like a brand name in, inside the wig, right? I forget what it yeah, said. Yeah, it, like, it was like a Baljeet Summer Wig or something yeah. like this. Um, Ferb looked good with the buzz cut. Phineas looked awful. I'm so, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Well, should it's, we it's, all it's, cut it's, our sorry, hair? No, should we all cut our hair and then get wigs? And we'll just be mm. like the wig crew for the summer. We'll I mean, I will buy a wig happily. Um, Carrot wig. <laughs> Should we start being wig people? It is Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. Yeah, Margaritaville. Uh, Cinco de Cuatro, as some people Today is Cinco de Cuatro. Yeah. For the listeners who are not in this call, we'll just put on a hat. Margarita hat. It's a Margaritaville brand hat that looks (laughs) like either a parrot or a macaw. I don't know what kind of bird this is. Are Margaritavilles big in the US? I don't think we have those in Canada. I've never been to Margaritaville, but I like the song. Man, it is. It like Mar- it's one of those places. That's, it is one of those places. It's definitely a tourist trap, but it's a tourist trap that I will gladly fall into every time. There's a musical now, I believe. I believe there is a Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. Musical. Oh, yeah. That's iconic. Navi, can you please audition? For the margarita. margarita girl wait that's line already <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah when we, when we do our inevitable disney world slash uh you the guys Oklahoma are mall. Go to disney world i'll just be in epcot chilling yes but all our all our all our live shows we can stop at a margaritaville there's there's a margaritaville on the on the campus of it, it's in like the the city walk area of universal studios i was okay. gonna say that's, uh, that's what that's yeah. the one I've been to. Wait, where I've been to the City Walk in LA. I don't think it is that the same. There's thing? one in City Walk. Is that the one I went to? Like right when COVID was like starting. Uh, let me go look up Mexican restaurants in Cityville. Y'all talk amongst yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So same restaurant. 
Uh, we were talking about the buzz cut. So, so the drill sergeant is is giving them the the spiel of of what this school is like, and he said that that all these kids are here because they have unacceptable levels of imagination, fun, creativity, and unbridled enthusiasm, and they're going to replace these with structure, order, discipline, and conformity. Um, to which Phineas and Ferb immediately start building something and turn their bunk beds into what they call a Ferris bed where the, the it's, it's almost like a rotisserie chicken. It's what it made me think. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they, they turned it out and I would be down for that kind of bed, especially then you, sometimes you could sleep on this. Like it could be like not up and down. It could be like to the sides, like, Especially if it, I feel like it would put you to sleep if it was like slowly moving around all night. Yeah, Either that or make you motion sick. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It would make me motion sick. I'd be like, all right, let's slow this down. I'm, I'm good with the normal bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone was wondering, it was Antojitos, mm. the, the place that I went to, like right before, like we saw onward like March 8th. And that's where we went to. And then COVID happened. Did it yeah. ever. It did. <laughs> Tragically. Uh, so the, the boys get, get punished for making this Ferris wheel bed and they have to go into the bathroom and bathroom uh, with with uh, toothbrushes. And they, they remark on this being like an inefficient way to clean bathroom. Uh, they start making some kind of like freeform jazz beat with, with uh, the toothbrushes. You see fur being... As as we noted with uh, with uh, Jason Curtis Rivera when he was here, the Ferb is great at this like auxiliary percussion stuff. So he's turning the spray bottle and in into an instrument in dozens of different ways. Um, is this a song that we're gonna count in our song rankings? I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I mean, if like I'm not gonna be a music song to say if it doesn't have lyrics and it shouldn't be here, but like. Um, <laughs> I I don't know what it's called, and that's why I'm like, why are we gonna? What are we like? It's funky. Yeah, but, I'm uh, I'm fine letting it be its own thing and not part yeah. of the rankings. It can be the best unranked song. Yeah. Well, should you, what else? Should you? Make I think there might be some better unranked songs. Should you tell someone to take that and make it into a a, a full length song? Like take mm. that little snippet that they they gave you, and uh, yeah. let's make the remix. JCR, if you're listening, you have. Full creative control, if you would like. Please do. Yeah. I also skipped over mentioning earlier there was there was another song. Uh, whenever whenever Candace uh, realizes that she's finally busted her brothers, there's a song called "The Good Life." Yeah. Uh, where where mm-hmm. she is like horseback riding with Stacy and Jeremy and very you know excited she finally busted her brothers. My my one note for this song is that it's very forgettable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this one. Um, however, I did remember the other the other two songs. Uh, Little Brothers, I actually thought was the mom's birthday song. Uh, yeah. In the last step. Last yeah, that, that's that's pretty much what happens next here is is the Little Brothers song. I <laughs> I laugh every because it's it's supposed to be like like this this heartwarming song, but the lyrics to it are so funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like it says you're you're my little brothers because you're younger we're related and you're boys (laughs) well yes that is all true like (laughs) Like, that is the definition of little brothers yes 
<laughs> yeah, I would sing this to my br little brother all the time. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> little brother, I remember when you first came home, then came another little brother of our own. Even when you break my toys, you will always be my little brothers because you're younger. We're related and you're boys. And also, it's sung by the best character in the show, Stacy. Yeah. Stacy Hirano. Is this, this is all we need to do to make music is just state facts? Like, yeah. <laughs> is that what the bond office? <laughs> Pretty much, honestly, it kind of is. Yeah, and uh, I also it, love the the love for horses. Is that something I'm missing? Of like, is Candace obsessed with horses that everyone's trying to get her to ride horses in this episode? I I think that's unique to this episode. I think that's just the bit that they went with for this episode. And we know Tommy loves a good tidbit. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it's a funny bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. Everybody's like. Candace, we can go ride horses right now. I'm like, listen, horse riding is a lot of work. I don't know if I can go double double duty horseback <laughs> riding. Honestly, I'd yeah, be, there's a lot of thigh action going on because you're like, I don't know, there's a lot going on. I'd be. Sore. I mean, we all watch Survivor Marquesas, right? It 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 can be painful. Um, yeah. Oh, so I, I was I was looking at uh, at uh, Laura Dickinson. So so the normal actress uh, Kelly who who voices Stacy, uh, according to the wiki, this wiki is very cruel to her. The wiki says, "Oh no, he froze right when we were going to get the guy." Oh, no. So so Stacy's voice singer Laura Dickinson. Wait, you have to. It's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> she can't sing. Well, you're going to have to repeat all of that because you cut out right before the gossip. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so... so this... We're all like, we're all like, wait, what's the gossip? The the wiki is so mean to Kelly Who. The, the exact way this phrases it is, Kelly Who cannot sing. So Stacy's voice was actually dubbed by regular singer Laura Dickinson. I mean, I can't sing either. I would hope they wouldn't attack me, though. Uh, Laura Dickinson sings the the priceline negotiator jingle uh mm. sings some songs in uh the emperor's new school Ooh, my favorite great song <laughs> um is she a voice actress on Phineas and verb as well or is she just like uh... um it, it looks like she's she's mainly just a singer like doesn't really voice any characters other than um just does a lot of stuff in music departments for for shows we could call her up and have her uh, finish that remix of the mm. bathroom toothbrush. Mm, yeah, she uh, Laura Dickinson can add the add the words. Love that. Yeah, it uh, looks like she's she's in a lot of shows listed as additional voices. Yeah, but poor Kelly Who. Yeah, Kelly Who can't see. I'm sure she does fine. Wiki. Yeah, be nice to Stacy. But I did love where Stacy was like, "Okay, Candace, fine." Stop, stop complaining <laughs> about getting what you finally wanted. Yeah. Stacey's yeah. so nice to, to, to Candace, and Candace is just, like, mad that she's singing with her. Yeah, and oh. she didn't even compliment Stacey's song. Stacey sang a beautiful song to her. and The she lyricism just... on, on point, and yeah. Candace didn't even thank her. Um, I did like the visuals of like little Phineas, little Ferb, and Candace. Little yeah, Candace. I, I, I meant to mention whenever everyone asks about like the timeline of, you know, when did kids get married? Is when the kids were born? 
uh, all of the things that I've, or a lot of the things that I've seen that try and point to solving this question involve like this still photo from from this song. Yeah. Of of like Lawrence introducing Ferb and how old Phineas and Ferb are at these at these ages. According to the song, Ferb is younger than Phineas, and I always assumed Ferb was like a little older than Phineas, or like by like a few months. But uh, another little brother of our own. Like I was like, well, oh. well, it, it's not. He's not being introduced in the sense that he was born second. He's introduced True. like a like a blended family kind of way. Ah, uh, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. You're saying that Ferb is Phineas's little brother. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I I don't know. I. I yeah. This would suggest that, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, um sorry, guys. I, I have a question for Tommy. How do you think Coconut Head would have dealt with the buzz cuts? <laughs> As Coconut does, Coconut Head probably would have cried and ran off. Uh, you know, lots of like shocked faces and uh, lots of and he runs <laughs> off as he cries. Uh, would probably be. Maybe I think wear a hat afterwards. I could knit him a little hat. Mm, yeah. Yes. Make some money to go on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I th- do you it would have been better if instead of buzz cuts, they gave them all coconut head bowl cuts? Absolutely. <laughs> it might have looked better on Phineas. Yeah, I can I can see Phineas in a in a bowl cut. I could maybe see both of them in a bowl cut. No. Just, Phineas does not have the head for a buzz cut. No, he's a triangle. It's like, yeah. uh, like, and and the small part of his head is is where the hair is. It's like, yeah, and I think that's proof that he can't, he shouldn't grow a beard. Um, because he doesn't yeah. have a chin. Yeah, he he, yeah, he definitely he doesn't do like have a, enough real estate for beard either. He could do like a, like one of those like pointy, like goatees, a goatee. Maybe. Yeah, mm. do a goatee. like a like a wizard beard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a technical term, wizard beard. No, it is now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. So it is the technical term. All right. So all of us are going to shave our heads, get <laughs> wigs, and then mm-hmm. also grow wizard beards. Or if we can't grow wizard beards, get like a... Beard wigs. Yeah, beard, uh, uh, goatee. Uh, yeah, just beard. just call up the, the uh, hallucinogenic zebra. What are we? The acid trip zebra? He he can hook us up with some beards. Does does talking zebra ever have a name? Did I ask this I think before? It, oh no, I was gonna say it's Kevin, but no, that's that's what. Oh no, he, yeah, his name plus. is just Talking Zebra, yeah. and and he calls Candace Kevin. Yeah. Tommy's not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, but he's wearing like a, a sweatshirt that kind of looks like zebra print, except it's blue. Yes, I was I was paying an ode to the zebra, to the talking zebra. Yeah. Uh, so Candace after Stacy's beautiful song, uh, is watching TV and sees the Morty Williams show. Um, and, and Morty Williams is a, is a news reporter who I think is voiced by Geraldo Rivera. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the inspiration. If, if it's not voiced by him, it's definitely inspired by him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Click on Morty Williams in the wiki. If not, it's at least a very good evocation of it. Yeah. Uh, he is voiced by Geraldo Rivera. Nice. Um, oh boy. <laughs> an- another man with a great mustache, Morty Williams. Uh, so Morty Williams, he's he's been doing all of these like investigative journalist 
stories about the the reform school uh so candace sees what the school actually looks like and she's like oh this this place is actually kind of shitty for my brothers maybe they shouldn't be there um and and jeremy shows up out of the blue um which candace notes that it's out of the blue she's like How, how'd you get here and it's like oh yeah you're there was a giant gaping hole in your house because phineas and ferb's invention fell on it um and and candace says i'm gonna bust my brothers jeremy's like you already busted your brothers she's like, no i'm gonna bust my brothers out she's gonna go bust them out of prison or bust them out of reform school uh jeremy's coming along to to help her bust bust the brothers out of reform school Candace, if it's a date and jeremy says yeah it's kind of like a weird sort of prison break kind of date and uh, they're they're gonna go on a prison break kind of date would you go on a prison break date oh i hmm i think i'd be too afraid yeah cops scare me a cab I between this and so I I watched this episode today. Yesterday, I watched an episode of Young Justice where they're like going undercover in a prison, and then the day mm-hmm. before I watched the Avatar episode, The Boiling Rock, where they go and escape people from prison. I think I'm I'm too too scared of things going wrong at this point to do any sort of prison break. Even I'd be as too scared day. to fall into the dumpster. Trash scares me. Dumpster of hair has got to be a nightmare. Oh man, I I'm well, I guess if you work at a hair this. salon, a dumpster of hair is like yeah. not a big. So I guess you don't go dumpster diving yeah. into yeah. the hair. It's the thing, like hair is one of those things that, like, if it gets on you, it's very hard to get off. It doesn't just like brush off or or even wash off that that easily. It does Thanks. not. Take some scrubbing. Speaking of dumpster diving, the other day, like I was just like walking, doing my thing, and I just see someone like dumpster diving into like the dumpster right by my apartment building, like in broad daylight. And then he looks at me, and then I look at him, and we make like uncomfortably long eye contact, and then he dumps back into the dumpster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay i'm gonna ignore that happened and then i'm like i have to make sure i never put any sort of personal information like double check it make sure i shred everything if i ever like have super confidential or like you know important documents that i need to throw out so yeah uh lesson to all the kids that are listening to it all two of you (laughs) shred your important documents before you throw them out and don't because then a dumpster diver is gonna go and look through it I think he was just looking for food, if I'm being honest, but you know. Okay. If you dumpster drive, maybe wear like a scuba mask. I feel like that would maybe help with the smell if you have like a like a long scuba mask that can go above all the trash. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm taking the anti-dumpster diving stance on this podcast. I don't know about the rest of you, but that's my stance. If, if someone wants to dumpster dive, more power to them. I will not be doing such. My, me neither. I will take the stance that we should make it into a professional sport. <laughs> like we should almost, you know, take dumpster diving and instead of shaming it, we now glorify it to the the extreme levels so that it will become cherished in everyone's hearts. I will watch from my television because you know how bad that arena would smell. Well, I think. Oh. 
I think if you do like com- competitive dumpster diving, that's just like the the uh, final round of Double Dare two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the obstacle course where they gotta like reach up in the guy's nose to pull out the flag. I think I think we've done competitive dumpster diving before. You might be right. It might just be Double Dare. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Phineas and Ferb, we actually get to see some of the the I would call this torture that they're going through. They're they're getting the the clockwork orange treatment where they're you know having their eyes <laughs> held open watching all these videos. Uh, and and Baljeet is is with them. And he's like he's eating popcorn while he's watching this. He's like, oh, the the book was better than the movie. Um, so all all these videos trying to instill into the boys that they shouldn't be creative. They should just be safe and boring and then anytime they do something creative like whether it's like they're at they're painting and everyone else is supposed to draw inside the lines like this square and phineas and ferb do like phineas paints ferb like one of his french girls and then Mm -hmm. they like are sent into their like chambers where they just like sit in a cylinder but not a cylinder like a cement brick until Mm -hmm. the next activity um yeah. Yeah, we have we have kind of a big montage of this in in the the Chains on Me blues song where where they're they're doing the painting like you said. There's another part where they're like in the prison yard just hitting a bunch of rocks with hammers except for the the boys make like the sculpture of the it's like the guy bowling or with a discus or something like this. Uh yeah. the famous sculpture of the guy with the thing you know what I'm talking they do about, people. Too. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they also the, they make a Eiffel Tower out of spoons in the cafeteria. Yeah, I have written down uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> they made That's an Eiffel good. Tower out of silverware. Um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty catchy song. Uh, very, me. very similar to the the blues song we had as as like part of one song a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They probably like write all these hooks and then they're like, ooh, I like this, and then we can use this for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had it listed in my notes as the sad boy song because <laughs> everyone was looking so sad. They were. They keep getting put in cages, kids in cages. Not a good thing. Mm. Not a good thing. When will people learn? Um. So and. At the same time, uh, their their parents sort of realized that maybe they they were too hard on the boys. Maybe we should get them out of this reform school that we rashly decided to put them in because they did one bad thing that we noticed, uh, which is a whole wild thing on its own that they decided to do this in the first place. It tells you what kind of bad parents that Linda are. Um, I guess Lawrence had a say in it too, but. I th- I think that's that's maybe been the 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 uh, consistent story here is that Linda's parenting frustrates me. I mean, Lawrence almost talked her down in the beginning because like Linda was like ready to like yell at them, punish them, and he's like, "Listen, like they haven't done any harm." And then mm-hmm. it just so happened that the tower fell down, and that's what caused him to uh, side with her. But yeah, yeah. and I guess, I guess maybe we can't we can't criticize Linda too much in this case because it is inside Candace's dream. Yeah. I was about to say, we don't know how she would actually react to this. Right. In real life. Right. This, this I was is... always like of the mind that she would be like pretty chill about it, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Should we come up with like uh, a duo names of like Candace controlling Linda? It's like, uh, Kanda, Kanda. Can, can, there's a Candace controlling me. 
<laughs> this Candace guy. L- Lindis? I don't like uh, um, can 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 Linda? That sounds Carol like Tisdale. A... <laughs> Caroline Ray Ashley Tisdale. I don't know. We'll uh, workshop it. We'll workshop. Yeah. Lindis. Lindis might be the best. Lindis or Lindis Kanda. They Kanda it. They can do it. So. Uh, they realize that the car has already been taken because uh, uh, Candace and, and Jeremy are going to drive the flying car to, to save the brothers. Um, I don't know if it was this point or if it comes up later. There's some point in, in here where I said, this is the point where they should where we should have realized it was a dream all along. Uh, and I don't remember if it was like Jeremy's attitude or, or somewhere earlier. Uh, I may have note of it. Was it when yeah. they like hit the cliff and then they were like teetering on the edge or, and then like walked like two miles to the, to the military academy or the reform school or no? Um, or was you know, it the Trojan horse. The Trojan horse thing was very funny. So, so the, they're, they're trudging their way. They crashed the car uh, because it was pulling to the right. They crashed the car. So they're trudging the rest of the way. Every time someone says right lately, I send the Cupid Shuffle and I blame you, Will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they they try to get into the school. The drill sergeant won't let them in. So they they build a Trojan horse, but it's like themselves as a Trojan horse. So he's just, oh, you people again. And he doesn't let them in. And then they build a Trojan horse of the drill sergeant. And he's like, oh, this is this is great, but I, I don't have room for it in here because he, he apparently already has like a dozen of these, these Trojan horses that look like him. Uh, so he doesn't let him in. But it turns out the statue is tall enough that, that they can try and sneak in and jump the wall on their own. Um, but it turns out they, they fall through a trap door and land in this dumpster full of hair. Uh, and they find Baljeet's wig. Uh, which which says uh, like store in cool temperatures. Yeah, uh, I don't know who. Uh, I, I, I Balji game changer. He he had the wig and then he has it custom made so he can just like pop it back on when he gets home. Yeah, and he doesn't have. Is there a Nesda classified on bad hair days? I feel like there is. There's one where they go to get his haircut at the cosmetology school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it feels familiar. Uh, they should have learned from Baljeet, if only they knew of who Baljeet was. Yeah, <laughs> Baljeet is ten steps ahead always, even in dream form. <laughs> he really is. The only person yes. who beat him was the t- talking zebra. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He's the 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 puppet master of it all. <laughs> the the Raven Walton, if you will. Would you want twelve <laughs> twelve statues of yourself? No. No, I, maybe one at most. But I would want a statuette. I would, I would like a Funko Pop of myself. But I would not mm. want, I would not want like a giant thing, unless it's in this, the Funko store. A giant this, Funko this Pop of me. Drill Sergeant can make like six full islands of the idols with it. <laughs> Honestly, Jeff Probst was inspired by Phineas and Ferb. You heard it. Yeah, it's it's Boston Rob. It's Sandra Diaz Twine. It's the Drill Sergeant voiced by Clancy Brown. 
Yeah. <laughs> Imagine what kind of challenges he would like make the people do for like an advantage. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh this this reform school version of Survivor would not be fun to watch. But it's already rigged because the zebra is going to control all the contestants anyways on the Survivor. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah so. Well, it's, it's like I think the advantage is something like totally uncreative and boring. So it's like if if you win this challenge, then you get one vote, but it's the vote you were already going to get to use anyway. So it's not it's not an extra vote. You just get to vote with the vote you already had. I was going to say the advantage was just going to be Balshit's wig. Would a wig be useful on Survivor? Well, I mean, you have to store it in cool temperatures, so you can only wear it at mm. like nighttime. Is, Couldn't wear it during the day. I don't know much about fire. Hair is not good at starting fire, no? I think it could be. Smell. Burnt hair is not Okay, wait. Smell. Wasn't there a story, I think it was like Triple H, because this sounds like a Dr. Mike story, that he would like tell the contestants to like bend over the fire to like wax them. I feel like that's a thing. Huh? Dr. Mike, like, like some of the women specifically, like they were asking, can we like get waxed? Like, can we like burn, burn the hairs? What? Using the fire. I don't know. This sounds fake. It was a Dr. Mike story. So everything he says, take with a grain of salt, but. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's a doctor and I am not, so. I'll I'll trust his judgment, but I'm skeptical. I always did yeah, think like think in, in the early seasons. PMI, but from what I've like read, like most of the women typically either get it all waxed or they go and get it all lasered prior to the show. Yeah, makes sense. I did think like in the early seasons when they had razors, it would have been smart to like use the fire, use like um, your beard as like kindling or something. Mm -hmm. just like small kindling i don't know i think matt bischoff th could probably start a bonfire well it might be mm -hmm. it might be the same as like because they have like the coconut husk that burns super quickly yeah it might be like that where where like it will catch pretty easily but it it like you gotta have other shit yeah yeah sorry i'm like looking at my hair now i'm like would this be flammable enough <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't reach it <laughs> my hair. uh Will Will could probably like examine his mustache, even though he doesn't have like long hair. But yeah, I think at one point, last time I got a haircut, I don't know if this is true. Right, at one point the the longest hair on my head was part of my mustache. Wow, uh, I, I've got one that's like really long mustache hair, um, and I don't know if it it is still currently long. I I think I, I think my head hairs are longer right now, yeah. but maybe if I get my haircut shorter next time, it will be. The longest hair on my head is is on the front of my face, not the see top. in all his in all his like social media profiles. Tommy always has a mustache, so I was like, who's mm. gonna have the better mustache today? It's Will. Sorry, Tommy, you're disqualified. I, I just I know I just shaved it. it disappointed, guys. No, I'm not disappointed. I just said you lost. I am. I will be out front. This is terrible showing Tommy. Well, okay, How once once Tommy sends you the orange chicken and the ranch, <laughs> I think you'll forgive him. You can't bully Tommy. He's he a sad boy. Him. If anything, I'd hate him more. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Navi, how, how far we fallen from? <laughs> well, fine. I'll send you some Tim Hortons Timbits, which are basically just donut holes your way, and then like you can change your Twitter handle to Tommy's Timbits. And then everything will be right in the world. 
No, nothing. I will still be pissed, but you know. Whoa. Oh no. <laughs> Navi woke up and chose violence this this evening. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I had ops. Who knew? Apparently, I, I thought you were you were friends after the Renap episode you did. We were friends. We bonded over being very confused about what was going on. I don't even remember what happened, if I'm being totally honest. I, I know Chappelle, Chappelle was, was there, there. And Jenny, yeah. it was Jenny's Chappelle birthday. Was there. Yes. I remember it was the Chappelle show, and Chappelle carried all of us. And, yes. Uh, uh, that's what I I'm pretty sure, like, I died partway through. I don't remember. <laughs> we'll have to get we'll, through this podcast. We will get back to our friendship. Uh, maybe my mustache will grow back by the end of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What could also lend you his? No, never mind. <laughs> this 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 took a while. I've not shaved. Aren't since you gonna June. shave it like in, within the next month? Um, it depends on if my brother wants me to have a mustache at his wedding. We'll see. We should all write to um Will's brother and be like hashtag don't shave the mustache or the stash or just the I wouldn't, cat. I wouldn't like to think shave. about the mimosa, Sam. I would. I would and like to leave the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are there uh, so, gonna be mimosas at the wedding? Um, I don't know. So this wedding's gonna be very small. Um, so so uh, maybe. Okay. Well, if, if the mimosas are there, if there's <laughs> I, no I'm mimosas, then I'm fighting with Sam. <laughs> if there's almond milk, then I'll be okay yeah. with that. There probably won't be almond milk at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> what kind of course is that? <laughs> it's more likely there will be mimosas. Um. I, I do want to ask. Uh, quick pause. Uh, am I in a fight with the, everything, everyone and their brother? I miss you, people. No, we we had a episode come out today. Oh, today. Okay, I was like, yeah. it's not Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were uh, a little busy over the weekend editing wise, uh, uh, so, so it, it came out a day late. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it came out today. Your your capital sellouts is that what it is? Yeah, it's pretty much what corporate we thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, the declassified podcast is kind of because Jalen's always like, "If you want to sponsor us, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah." But honestly, make 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 that money. Yeah, yeah. she really went for it. That was a Jalen original, and she really is is fighting for those sponsors for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Candace, speaking of good mustaches. Uh, Candace decides to make a Morty Williams disguise uh, so she can actually get into get into the the school. So she's wearing Baljeet's wig and she makes a fake mustache out of the hair, which is just unset. I, I could not wear someone else's face or someone's hair on my face. <laughs> Meaning I couldn't wear someone's face either. That's that's like a Silence of the Lambs thing. Um, or a Sharon Carter thing. Depends who you ask. Yeah. The the. Uh, <laughs> The uh, hair on the face made me think of like a jackass bit. I think they've done this on jackass before. Where is where it like super glue? Is, it's something like this. Maybe this isn't worth discussing. It's jackass <laughs> ever. Um, so so Candace as Morty Williams is getting a tour of the school, uh, and she she tries to help Phineas and Ferb escape. Uh, but they don't want to run away. Phineas says uh, escaping is wrong and wrongness is bad. Uh, so they, she grabs the boys and they start running away. 
And as they're running away, they don't notice that their parents are there. The parents were there to come pick up the boys anyway. How did they get there? That's what I want to know. I've never seen a second car in their home. Yeah, that is that is a good question. I don't know if, if Lawrence has a separate car or something. You know what it is? It's dream magic. It doesn't... Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it also doesn't matter. <laughs> also, can I just say that Candace's Morty Williams uh, impression is just my impression whenever I do someone's voice that's deeper than mine, which is most yeah. people. You mean Zach Muhammad? I sound yeah. like an anime character like most of the time, so. We gotta go inside the school, Morty. We're inside the school we're gonna steal these boys and i think at a certain point like she just kind of stopped committing and like it just ends up signing like her own voice <laughs> yeah. listen she had to arrest those puppies for high school musical three <laughs> yeah she also ran away and no one followed and it was like oh it's all a trick it was just testing like the drill sergeant is probably smarter than that you gotta imagine <laughs> you would think he's smarter than that except then she's like uh, she tells him to like close his eyes and yeah. put his fingers in his ears and, and go, go la, la, the, la 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 the meat locker the closet. yeah well also can we talk about jeremy's disguise he literally just like turns his hat around and it's the same dude like this man does not pay attention i will say it is a pretty good cameraman costume because like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is what most cameramen wear no. yeah, yeah true but he should recognize that the 16-year-old blonde kid is the cameraman from, like, I don't know. Um, I think we can explain all this away with just dream logic at this point. Honestly. You make sense. <laughs> um, so the, the sergeant makes an announcement like, oh, Morty Williams is trying to steal these kids. Attack Morty Williams. Uh, so the, the guards attack the real Morty Williams. Uh, yeah. And then Candace puts the disguise onto, like, a cactus. <laughs> so they attack the cactus. Uh, and the drill sergeant picks up the disguise, so they attack the drill sergeant. Uh, and they, they make it to the car, and she's like, boys, you need to fix this car. Uh, but their their creativity has been taken out of them, so they don't wanna they don't wanna fix the car. And then she's like, Oh, I know you can you can build a bridge. And it's like they're not gonna build a bridge because uh, good boys don't make anything, but their sister's happy. Uh, and then and then Candace starts crying. She's like, you know, I've, I've always been proud to be your sister. I'm so sorry this happened. I love you, brothers. Uh, and this is kind of where everything goes off the rails after this. <laughs> Very everything much. Is wild. Uh, so the drill sergeant shows up. I do appreciate that she put the helmets back on them because I was getting sick of Phineas' yeah. head. Yeah, that, that was the best thing about the helmets was, was that we got their regular haircuts back. Yeah. Um, so the drill sergeant shows up and they're about to get like caught and everything, but then, uh, Perry and Dr. Doofenshmirtz come up out of the ground and they're fighting on like a giant robotic spider, uh, look kind of like the thing from, uh, the Incredibles. Yeah. Also mixed with, uh, a little bit from Big Hero 6, the, or was it Big Hero 6? Am I thinking of Big Hero 6 or am I thinking of Into the Spider-Verse? with the uh, spider Ooh. i think that's that's the that's Into the, the spider yeah oh what's her name uh penny parker yeah 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 you're right um so harry and doofenshmirtz are fighting on this robotic spider so the the sergeant gets knocked off the cliff and then per, uh phineas and ferber juggling corn dogs singing corn dog corn dog yummy 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 <laughs> this had me rolling 
It's so random. <laughs> the corn dog bit it. I, honestly, I really want a corn dog now because of this. Yes, corn dog. Uh, I believe corn dogs are in the bracket, the food bracket that Tommy created, right? Mm. I do believe corn dogs are on the list, but yeah, Tommy, it's so yeah. Have you ever eaten a corn dog with ranch? Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm a big fan of corn dogs and ranch. I am a big corn dog and ranch. I am a big corn dog and mustard. I am a big corn dog, mustard, and ranch. Mm. Well. Where is the respect on honey mustard? I'm sorry. Mm. What? Tommy doesn't like honey mustard. He likes ranch. It's fine. Yeah. I don't um, like regular mustard. I think I think yellow mustard is disgusting. I like them only on hot dogs. I don't like them on my burger. Actually, no, that's a lie. If it's like a McDonald's burger, then I'll eat the mustard. I I like a honey mustard. I like a deli mustard most of the time. What's a deli mustard? Is that like the, the Dijon mustard? Yeah, like a Dijon or like a spicy brown mustard. Mm. Something that's more like coarse. Uh, a gray poupon. Yeah, yeah. Or what's the stone... I like the ones with like the little like bead of mustard. Yeah, in there. those are mm-hmm. good. Those those are good on a sandwich. But but like regular like French's yellow mustard, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so they're juggling corn dogs. The parents show up, and then you realize the parents are actually puppets being controlled by Baljeet. But Baljeet is actually a puppet being controlled by the big uh, talking zebra. zebra. Um, Jeremy. Uh, it's like everything is weird right now. I don't know what's about to happen, but Candace, I have to tell you, I love you. Will you marry me? Uh, which is a bold thing for a high schooler to say. I mean, but... it happened on Glee multiple times. <laughs> yeah, but that's Glee. <laughs> Glee is something. Glee tell is me something, something that, else. That, that, that Glee regular episodes follow the same logic as Phineas and Ferb in One Candace's of my... stream. One of my favorite tweets I saw in the last week was um, there's a special place in hell for you, Ryan Murphy. And it was the the clip of uh, season one when the whole New Directions are in wheelchairs singing Rolling on the River. Yeah. Um, because they're trying to raise money for Artie. I was like, how did this show get made? There's so much problematic things in that show. Yeah, I'm glad I stopped watching after season one, I'm, and I was like, she, I don't get the hype. I was but obsessed. I like Santana because she's kind of a bitch, and I liked it. I miss. I love Santana so much. Santana is like, I will rewatch Glee only for Santana. I listen to. I have a Santana playlist, and yeah, uh, y- y'all are gonna get me crying because I, I love Naya Rivera so much. Rest in peace, Queen. Yeah. Sorry to bring it down. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy confesses his love. Confessing his love is what Candace realized. Candace is like, "Oh, I've I've always dreamed of this." And she's like, "Wait, always dreamed of this? I'm in a dream." And then she wakes up because of this. Uh, so, uh, as if that were the weirdest, this gets. Candace comes down to the the breakfast table and is telling the family all about her dream. And she goes through the whole story. She's says, oh, oh, and and Perry was there. Perry's a secret agent. Uh, and her saying that Perry's a secret agent means that you know Perry's cover's been blown. Which, so okay. These- I know that it's in Perry's dream. So, like, this is a point that we don't even need to discuss. But hypothetically, if Candace said that Perry was a secret agent in a dream, like, he just has to be on high alert. He doesn't, like, they don't need to, like, take him to a new family. They could, Or they could at least men in black them. They don't need to, like taken to a new family that's so mean yeah you would think they could just get men in black but yeah 
you know, again, dream logic. True. Uh, this is this is like Perry's biggest fears happening. Uh, so all all these agents storm in. They they take the family. Uh, and they're like, Perry, we're sending you to another family because you blew your cover with this one. Uh, turns out this was in Perry's dream. Uh, and then we get exactly 14 seconds of an episode that don't take place in a dream. Yeah. Perry well, wakes up. For- Perry's smile so was so adorable, though. Like, we saw Perry smile. I think that might have been his first yeah. smile ever. Yeah. We we usually either get, like, the action face or, like, the expressionless face from him. But but smiling Perry the platypus was very nice. Yeah. So I have a question. So was this a dream within the dream? Like, Perry dreamed about Yeah, Kansas this is Inception. Dream? Yes, this yes. is the Inception episode. The, the Christopher we're, we're keeping the Christopher Nolan verse alive here this is an inception <laughs> tier episode not a memento yeah. tier episode it could this be both might actually this might actually be a memento tier episode it might be yeah so for Tommy a memento tier episode is either a really great episode or a really bad episode you just don't know which one <laughs> no one knows <laughs> <laughs> okay it just, it just <laughs> left up to the to the mind yes yeah you know what? Corn dog, corn dog, yummy, 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 yummy. yummy. <laughs> that should be the new transition. Like when you don't yeah. know what to say. Corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy. That, yummy. Yes. That that might be that might be the uh the new uh sign-off tag. Should I try to drop a corn dog yummy 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 um on Renap this week? Yes. Oh, maybe. But I, I, I think that's it. I think that's that's the end of the show. Is you know, this has been what you're doing until next time. Corn, corn dog, dog, corn dog, dog yummy, yummy, yummy. 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 Love it. There we go. Um, but yeah, uh, we didn't get to talk about Dupe Inference much. Uh, Tommy, do you have any fond memories of the Doof, of any oh, of the Perry the Platypus shenanigans that happens with him? Any favorite innators? Big, big Doof fan. I love the stuff with his daughter, you know, just uh, that, that father-daughter relationship and the struggles they go through. Um, I'm trying to think of any inventions off the top of my head that he has. But uh, no, I just love his 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 mind you know yeah do you have any fa- favorite backstories uh we talk a lot about the one where his parents didn't even show up to his own birth <laughs> i actually remember that one i feel like there was something about food and you know we've been talking a lot about food yeah. i feel like he had some good uh good food backstories yeah we love that um are we gonna take a quick and quick break and Tommy, do you want to stay for the feedback? You're you're more than welcome to, but I also know you have a SpongeBob podcast to record tonight. So no, I'm good to stay if you guys if you guys want me. Corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Let's go, yes. baby. Yes. So, yeah, we'll take a quick break, enjoy the musical segments, and we'll be back soon. Woohoo! I'm finally free. The sun is up, the sky is blue. I can do whatever I want to, because there's nothing in my way. Today. I used to fret and worry so, but now I never felt so free. Cause I'm living the good life, living the good life, the life for me. Yeah, I'm living the good life, the life for me. Yeah, I'm living the good life, the life for me. And we are back. So now it's time to get into some feedback. We had an amazing little break. We got to talk about some Pokemon and uh, tweet us your Pokemon thoughts. If you have been playing Pokemon Snap or anything you've ever thought about Pokemon. Yes. Tweet tweet it all at us. Especially if you're a Mudkip stand, then that come come to my children. My children come. At some point, you guys should pick uh, uh, what each Phineas and Ferb character, what their one Pokemon would be. That would be a great off season. We could be like... like, uh, 
or or like uh the if they were all gym leaders like what their team Ooh. would be okay. yeah like that their type and team that love would be awesome. that um so this is a fire fire in my mind Definitely. i've been thinking like what we could do off season between every season and i was like uh obviously we want to do the brant steel and i'm like okay but then what if we did a brant steel of like songs because i think that's wacky and fun like mm. busted voted out simp uh with an idol when the target was like uh little brothers that i feel like that would have been that, that may be like like in between seasons three and four kind of stuff that's yeah. that's deep in the lore true but i think this pokemon one is a good idea tommy always good of good ideas never a bad one except maybe ranch and orange chicken according to navi <laughs> i would i would try it the great feud of 2021 between navi and tommy started with <laughs> ranch and orange chicken yeah yeah when i was in that clubhouse and you said those words i was like he has to be kidding right and then you're like no i'm actually quite serious about this <laughs> it's your impression of tommy <laughs> yeah um, I was so confused. I was looking in a mirror for a second. Like, Where did I go? And then um, I've, just been, I've just been perplexed. This is yeah. this is the uh, well. I'm on Twitter reading some of our feedback questions, and I thought this was the hot debate of 2021. But maybe it's not Navi and Tommy. Maybe it's anime versus Minecraft fandoms, which is trending. Like they're in a war <laughs> right now. That's two most what? random things. <laughs> what? Anime fandoms are in a war with Minecraft fandoms, according to my uh, the What You Doing trending topics, because I'm on the What You Doing page. Also, mm -hmm. hi Nathan. Um, just a little shout out to Nathan. FYI, Nathan, uh, Felipe was catfishing as me, but you I was were practicing more for the half. circle. I I, but I agree. I want to play Among Us sometime, Nathan. I would yes. have said that that Minecraft fans and anime fans would. Like the the intersection of that Venn diagram is pretty big, no? Nah, I mean, I I don't really like Minecraft. I'm not big on like that specific genre of game to begin with. Yeah, I know I've called myself like a dirty, filthy weeb on this podcast before, but I just watch like what's popular. Like I'm not super in depth, so I don't really have a horse in this race. Or a, a talking zebra, I guess, <laughs> if you want to like bring it all yeah. back. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you wanted to go horseback riding, I think Candace or mm -hmm. Jeremy or, or Stacy would probably go with you. They would. I, like, I don't like doing things. Like, is horseback riding really that Can fun? you read a book on a horseback? Is that, is that, that's, that's the standard of Navi's enjoyment of life. Yeah. I need to read you my entire, I know what we're doing today is just to like fit that barometer of, can I read a book while doing <laughs> this or while observing this? love that um i had a tangent but it might be better for the podcast listeners if we don't go down that tangent because i can't remember what i was gonna say oh i do remember now um my brother was a big minecrafter when he was younger he's six years younger than me i never was hit with the minecraft wave that said um in the pandemic one of my friends who's a few years younger than me he was like do you want to do like roblox amazing race i was like whatever i'm bored and i did a few of those and it was fun but i was like I'm also, these are probably children that I'm playing with. I kind of embarrass my actions. Um, I've so. heard of people doing Survivor in Roblox. I've never yeah. played Roblox. Oh, I played one of those. The Survivor is not good. The Amazing Race is the best one because it's like an obstacle course. Like you can't, like with the Survivor, like the chat features are awful. Mm. Um, and the Big Brother one too. But the, the mini games are fun. Uh, they, I think they should do like a Mario Party Survivor sort of thing. Like with the mini games as immunity challenges. And then Ooh. 
I had the Survivor Wii game. It was not good. Me too. Did, My favorite. Did you, have I, to, you had to use the Wii balance board for like some of the challenges, right? I don't remember that. I do remember pitching to Mike and Liana a Survivor Wii game B&B, like trying to like f- photograph the characters. Because if you play it, they look nothing like the people they're supposed to be. Like yes. Big Tom <laughs> looks like so Ian bad. from Palau looks like Big Tom. Like, mm-hmm. yes. I had the the Survivor of the Australian Outback computer game on a CD-ROM. Ooh, right. I did not have that. I, I wasn't into Survivor until I think I got World, it on though, eBay. So. Love but that. I did have it. Did any of you put bids on the Rob Sesternino All Stars clothing? I want to see how much it went for. No, I didn't obviously, but I'm I want to see how much it went for. <laughs> Me, Will. <laughs> I'll t- I'm going to cut this part out of the podcast, but last night I wrote an essay for Caitlin and she paid me $250 to write it for her. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, oh, God. Uh, and I only wrote half of it because I'm like, Caitlin, I, part of it is talking about a paper that you wrote that I didn't read. <laughs> like, I, I can't write this stuff, but I can write all the other stuff. <laughs> I saw the start of that exchange. Like, I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, the Twitter, I think. But well, she was only gonna pay me a hundred, but then she started asking other people and telling them three hundred. She's like, "Well, now I can't, I can't lie to you because people talk and will say that you, I offered them three hundred to write it. So I'll give you two hundred fifty, and then if I get, if you get, we get higher than a B, I'll give you fifty more." And then Lancelot also said he was gonna give me each of us fifty if we finished it before five a.m. and we did. So Lancelot nice. has to pay us. So that, anyways. Um, what feedback do we have? So let's start with. Uh, we have a question from Giovanni, two questions from Jacob, and then one for myself. So who? Do, sure. let's start with my own question. If every Phineas and Ferb character was a condiment, who would be Ranch, Tommy? Well, I feel like I got to go with, with all reliable Phineas. I feel like Phineas mm. is like the one that like leads the way. And to me, Ranch paves the way for other condiments. It's always stable. It's always the thing you go back on, you lean on. Ranch. So I was I was ready for this question. I did. I guess this isn't a ranking, but for I paired up like seven characters with what condiment they would. Be. Okay, I'm I'm very invested. Uh, I was ready for this. So you were ready I for said, the Bettys? Yes. <laughs> uh, gonna make the children do all the work here. I I said Phineas was the ketchup. I do you think um, Phineas because, is the candidate? Like he's he's I no think one's so too, but Rage no has to push is my favorite. Yes. See, that's, I think I think well, everything Tommy said about the thing is 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 I think Phineas is no one's favorite, but he's like the face. Yeah. Like whenever you think condiment, you're like, oh, ketchup. Yeah. I think everything Tommy said about ranch and Phineas works if you exchange the words ranch with ketchup. Mm. See, I yeah, I, I think he's he's the most in the front of everything um he's the the most well-known one Uh, yeah i think Phineas is ketchup i said ferb was the ranch Ferb, you know adds adds the 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 zest when he needs to that like he can be kind of toned back and just like be the the sturdy presence of the show but whatever he adds his his little lines in there you you really love it so he's the ranch yeah i said Ferb was the ranch um Candace is definitely hot sauce. Mm. Uh, she's got a you know. But is she Tabasco? Keep... Is she red hot? What is she? I I don't know enough of like the subtleties of of hot sauces. Uh, I I don't know if she's like a like a Cholula or a Valentina sauce. Let's um, keep it on, please. But uh, some some kind of hot sauce for sure. That that like you gotta you gotta keep her under control. 
but but when whenever she's there, she you know she hits hard. Um, I said Isabella was the honey mustard uh, because you know she's kind of sweet, but she's also got got some kick to her. Uh, you love to have her around. You looked like you were going to say something. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to think. What is Susie? Because I don't think she's on your list. Ooh, I feel like ooh. she's like habanero hot sauce, yeah. like super spicy one. Like yeah. ghost pepper. Yeah. yeah. But with like a little bit of a chill with it. Cause she like is super sweet to Jeremy, but then she's like super spicy the rest of the time. Is it like a like the Szechuan stuff that that like has sort of a numbing effect to it? I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yes. Uh, maybe it's that that kind of thing. Um Belgique, I I said Belgique was guacamole because Ooh, I could see it. He's he's kind of like an extra that he's not around all the time, but you really love him when he is around. Mm-hmm. I was um, going to say the same description of uh, like it's like you didn't know you wanted it, but once you have it on there, you're like, you know what? This was a good idea. This was yeah. good to, to have this. Yeah. I tried to think of something for Buford that like pairs well with guacamole, but. I like Buford and salsa didn't make a whole lot of sense. Buford and sour cream. I said Buford barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking too. Barbecue sauce. Uh, and and Jeremy is obviously mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> but what about Duford Perry? <laughs> oh, I ooh, I I ooh, I should have thought about these two. I I, I mainly did the uh, that was the end of my list. Yeah. Um. Ooh, what is Duford Schwartz has got to be some kind of like outside the box kind of thing sauerkraut i was gonna say like bratwurst Ooh. sauce but that's not a thing is it no i feel like doof is probably something like doof isn't mayonnaise but follow my train of thought if doof was a mayonnaise he would be like one of those like raspberry mayonnaise or like pesto mayonnaise he would, an like, aioli? He would be so ooh, doof as an aioli mm. maybe i could see it or steak sauce a one Worcestershire steak one sauce. I could see him being steak sauce. Yeah, teriyaki. I think he could also be like a teriyaki. No, no, he can't. Never mind. I thought I went through with that thought process, and I, I disagree with myself already. <laughs> could Doofenshmirtz be like a like a nacho cheese, like a queso? Yeah. Hmm. I think he could be a salsa. Oh, what what if Perry and Doofenshmirtz are are queso and salsa? Okay, I like that. Yeah, Perry could be a little more sour cream. Also, like he's a little, mm. he's he doesn't do much, but he's yummy. What if he's Perry's a, a salsa to like an ode to the fact that like Phineas is the ketchup? You know, they got Ooh. that tomato. Mm, yeah. Okay, Perry is the pico de gallo, and then um, Doof is the salsa. So then Perry is like meets somewhere in between Phineas and Doofenshmirtz. There we go. Okay. I can see this. And Norman's relish. No. <laughs> Robot sauce. Motor oil. Oh, gasoline. Uh, Giovanni wants to ask, does this twist ruin the episode for you? I personally don't think so. I think it was still like a fun time. Like it, it was like we talk about the mold all the time and this broke the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, like just because it's a twist, like I don't think like um like in writing i don't think like a, a twist that like basically makes everything not canon like doesn't necessarily ruin the episode yeah no i i think it was it was a fun journey um and and i think 
I would have been more mad if this wasn't a dream. I, I think mm -hmm. we talked about like all of the irrational things that Linda was doing. Like I would have been upset about those things if that were real Linda doing these things and not dream within a dream Linda doing these things. I, I think the, the twist definitely made a lot of the earlier beats sit better with me. Yeah, and it's good character development for Candace in the sense that, yes, it isn't real, but it is, uh, we're looking in her mind of, she really does care about her brothers. And also, yeah. like, it, she knows that if she ever does really catch them, it's not, she doesn't want, it's the, you know, what they say, it's a journey, not the the ending. I mm -hmm. feel like uh, she doesn't actually want to bust her brothers in her deepest of hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think maybe maybe deep down, you know, she just wants them to be safe, but she also like really admires all the cool and creative things they can do. I think this is this is a great Candace episode. I agree. I agree. Great Candace episode, and then we have two questions from Jacob. Um, question episode, not episode. Question number one. His thought process. Okay, well, the plot of that is one is. That it is all a dream. Sorry, that word's out. Okay, well, the plot of that one is that it is dream, all a dream. Dream plot show episode. Yeah. Um, Candace Zebra. Is this the most Nolan-esque <laughs> plot of all the episodes? Well, well I we would did say it with Inception. It is Inception. And a Memento Tear episode. That's that's two points towards being a Christopher Nolan episode of Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then his can second we, question: Can we get can we get the Dark Knight in here at all? What about Harry Potter? No, that, that Chris Columbus is not Christopher <laughs> Nolan, who is not Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, never forget Jacob thinking that I actually thought Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan was Christopher Columbus. Um, <laughs> But speaking of Jacob, his second question is, the, is the Smile Away Reform School the worst school since Crunchham Hall from Matilda? And we mentioned the Fairly Odd Parents one earlier. Yeah, I mean, I my first thought was was Flappy Bob's Learnatorium. I love that episode of, of Fairly Odd Parents. If you ever want to talk schools out the musical, I am down to talk schools out the musical. Um, but yeah, I, I, I could also definitely see the parallels to, to the Matilda school. Yeah. I could see I could see Buford eating an entire chocolate cake. Very much so. Yeah. Um, there's another one that like I can't pinpoint which one it is, but I remember like the visual, like the the background, but I can't. I don't know. It's gonna bother me. Um, yeah. Luckily, you're on. editing, so you can put this in post. Like, oh, that was Felipe a great idea, the, Felipe. Yeah, Felipe from the editing room. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's all our questions this week. Thank you to Giovanni and Jacob and Felipe, our lovely listeners who sent us <laughs> feedback questions. Yourself <laughs> thank yourself. Let's be honest. Thank me for this podcast. Well, you see, this is dream Felipe. Uh, <laughs> thinking, Felipe. thinking real Felipe. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Navi, take us away. All right. So why don't we start off our rankings with the, uh, the I know what you're doing today's and uh, I have a question. So for the are what are we doing today? Are we doing Candace breaking them out of prison or the reform school? Or is it when the boys decide that they're going to get them out, but that doesn't end up happening because 
all the weird shit starts going down. I well, I ranked this as just the reform school itself, uh, oh. even though it was in a dream. I guess you you technically could have done uh, the the flying car of tomorrow today, flying car of the future today, or or uh, the Ferris bed or something like that. I just ranked the the school itself, and I I ranked it dead last. Same. Of course, it's the worst thing. Yeah, the reform school, it's like a prison. It is a prison. Like I, that's not what I want to do today. Navi's gonna say it's like not last because she can read a book. Is that what she's gonna say? Yeah, if I'm allowed to read a book, then this <laughs> rate's fairly high. For- okay. Um, but okay, would you read the book in exchange for cleaning the toilets? Yeah, I don't mind cleaning. Baljeet said, said the book was better than the movie. So. <laughs> Yeah, I doubt the <laughs> drill sergeant though will let you read a nice book. It'd probably be like mm. like a really like boring book, you know. Uh, I can make it work. One day like, in the if life you, of if you write Ivan Denisovich, there you can like make anything. Would you be like Zemo and re- and read like one page of Machiavelli a year? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a copy of The Prince that I haven't read yet because I'm not a psychopath, or am I? I don't but know. If, I mean, if you, you want to be my sugar store, daddy, if you want to be my sugar daddy, if you want to be Zemo to my Bucky or to my to my Captain America, I'll happily engage. Like you can, you can, you can be Zemo if you want to be that. Like okay, I don't know who that is, but okay. Ma'am, haven't you watched the Captain way, America: I... Civil War? And you were on the podcast about. Yeah. By the way, I was accidentally in your uh, Wandavision <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier podcast because he sent the link out into like this uh, Twitter uh, group chat. He's like, "Yeah, anyone can come in whenever." And I just thought, "Oh, hey, it's a hangout." And then Jay and Felipe <laughs> were in the middle of recording, and they're like, "Hey, Navi, what are your thoughts on Wandavision?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. And I stayed there for like at least half an hour. Yeah. I hope you edited all my parts out because i literally bring nothing to that's that like a, conversation it's like a stan lee level cameo navi is <laughs> is the icon we we need we need that content but like yeah honestly navi i think i think i can leave the stuff that you said and you've had some very interesting points like about we don't have to rehash it but like uh like first nation and native american representation in this america show like like you were asking questions if that was discussed at all. And I thought that was a yeah. valid question. Um, yeah. Tommy, if you ever need like someone who has absolutely no idea what's going on in any of the Disney Plus shows, hit me up. Navi will watch them, but like watch them three years later. Yeah, like I could, I probably won't watch Indivisible or whatever the hell you guys were talking about earlier. <laughs> like, <laughs> Invincible, ridiculously good voice cast. So I know, I but I like to take things at my own pace. Yeah, okay. He likes to watch separate other animes myself, first. Separate myself from the hype and then yeah. give you like an honest assessment on whether it's actually good or if Twitter was just being dumb. Never forget Navi's okay. one on the Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. It's not a good... Okay, the first, Unle- the, the first Scooby-Doo live-action movie was great. The second one was a total snooze fest. <laughs> I disagree. I the bunny moment saves it for me. 
okay like that was like one moment and like honestly like i was just kind of over it at that point i know that was like 15 minutes into the movie but still <laughs> yeah um well it bring me joy i, w- I would have been you could have talked me into like giving it like a 2.5 or like a 1.5 that's like jacob's fault he was the one who was selling it higher and he didn't do the legwork to boost the score that's that's on him um true we can yeah. always just blame Jacob for everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with all my problems. Like, I, I stubbed my toe earlier today. It's Jacob's fault for whatever reason. <laughs> like, um, anyways, where are we going next on the rankings? We don't have an innator this week, right? No innator. Also, no. Uh, just for the memes, I'll put the, the reform school at number one for now because I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, oh. Tommy, I don't know if you like heard last week's episode, but I put the the depressing version of the Fishmonger song number one too. Mm-hmm. That the the pop version, the he's a flying fishmonger, has been stuck in my head all day. What um, I've just learned is like Navi just chooses chaos and violence as much as she can. She does. She really does. Like put her in a room with Chappelle, and I don't know who's gonna win that fight. Chappelle. No one. No one's peace. Like, is let's be real. In this fight. Like, you guys make me sound like a lunatic. Also, by the way, like, the staff uh, recently, like, it was recently on birthday, so we had, like, a staff, like, I guess, cake. I thought your birthday was, like, in two days. Oh, no, it was on Sunday. But uh, I had the other two days. Oh, my God, I messed up. Navi, I messed up. I was, like, preparing your birthday present thinking it was in two days. (laughs) Honestly, no, honestly, like the less people who know my birthday, the better. Okay. I'm but a horrible friend. Know. Yes. It's Expect okay. Like, present okay. in so, two days. <laughs> honestly, no. So uh, the only people who wish me happy birthday were my mom my, and like my cousin on the day of my birthday. Also my boss and the station manager because they invited me over for birthday dinner. And they made me a cherry cobbler, That's which so was nice. great. Yeah. Also, uh, the station manager was telling me about the time in the 70s when she would go to the disco while still in high school, which was an interesting time. And then I asked my boss, hey, did you go to the disco while you were still in high school in the 70s? He was like, no. (laughs) But anyway, the card that they got me that everyone in the staff signed was just making fun of me and making me seem like a total lush because the card was themed like, hey, like, uh, you can't handle your liquor. I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, you can. I've played Among Us with you drunk. You can definitely handle your liquor. Yeah, and they were giving me, like, tips. Trust me, I know like, people I who don't... cannot. I know. Well, yeah, like, they called me a booze hound. <laughs> what? This is not nice. I'm going to go fly to Winnipeg so and then drive down to Navi, Brampton, Ontario. No, that's not where you live. Are we sure you're not, <laughs> not even re- remotely close? Are we sure we, you're not at the reform school? This, they're going to put you in a box. <laughs> we don't need Candace Gaslight Watch. We need Navi Gaslight Watch this week. Well, it was fine because the station manager made me a very nice chocolate espresso cake, which is very nice. And yeah, also, boss's wife, right? the pain of my existence, the sales manager retired on Friday, so we had a lunch, and it's great, and he no longer works there. We don't have to bust Navi out of uh, work, guys. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if Tommy would want to go. He he was kind of upset with Navi earlier, but I think yeah. Navi's a nice person, was, and we'll do anything just, for anyone. I was just prepping my Morty Williams disguise, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go dumpster diving that uh, hair 
pile for you guys. Navi, you know I love you, but but I will not be dumpster diving for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You won't be dumpster diving like that one dude at my apartment? No. He can dumpster dive for you. Okay. Not me. But he will play Double Dare in Roblox. (laughs) Right. In Margaritaville. (laughs) So why don't we go into the songs? Do we have like two songs or three songs? Three. What's the first one called? The Good Life. Uh, It's called The Good Life. Let me go listen to that real quick. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) This is exactly it. This song, as soon as I heard it, I was like, you know, this is catchy, but it's pretty forgettable. And then whenever we were talking about the episode, I literally forgot to mention it. I I listened to it like, what, two or three hours ago? And Mm -hmm. it's just completely left my brain. I do not remember how it sounds like. I don't know how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, this song. I think I'm gonna put it at number thirty-three. I think it's gonna be right behind the ballad of the Black Knight for me. Mm-hmm. Why is my drag not working? I'm trying to. I'll rank it at number thirty-one between ballad at the Black Knight and it's summer all the time. Mm. Tommy, do you think that's a bop or do you think that it's like the worst thing ever? The it's summer. Yeah, I definitely remember that song. I think, and honestly, I already remember that, like, the first time I heard it, it was a pop. I think it's one that was, like, the more I listen to it, the more I don't like it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with that. That That is, that song is the one I currently have as my last place song. Is this, I have this Go, Phineas, Go, because it How basically just sounds like something that you would cheer at a pep rally go phineas go go phineas so and much then, better than forever summer and then above it is i wouldn't the say so much summer. better but yeah um, yeah and then yeah anyways i have the good life at 27 after listening to it's right under truck driving girl and over shimmy jimmy it's on the spotify playlist for sure but this is, it's this the, is it's a the skip bottom on the playlist for it, me it's, it's it's a little groovy it's it's yeah I, I like I don't hate the song. It's a it's a song it, like it might make the playlist, but I will skip it every time because there are other songs on the playlist that I actually want to listen to. That's fair. Um so what what do we got next? Next up we have Litter Little Brothers as sung by my favorite character Stacy. Uh and also was voted number 4 on the Phineas and Ferb musical Cliptastic Countdown. Yeah. That's probably why I have it so high. I have it at eight between In the Mall and You Snuck Your Way Right Into My Heart. I think nonsensical lyrics help. And uh, it, like it was Meryl that I thought another song was that song. Uh, and when it wasn't, I was like, wait, what happened to the Little Brother song? Um, so yeah, that's where I have it. What about you, Will? I have this at number 14. I really enjoy this song a lot. Uh, it's, it's right behind Swinter and right ahead of Finia Droids and Probots. Um, but I, I really enjoy this song. This, like, this is a song that um, it fits a particular mood. It's, it's on a mood playlist. It's, it's like if I'm making a, a playlist of Phineas and Ferb songs that are going to get me super hype, this song is not that. Mm-hmm. However, you would put the sad version of the Flying Fishmonger, like top of the playlist. <laughs> but this, this, this is like. A song that you would definitely listen to, like on a car ride in the rain or something. 
like th- this is this is a song I really enjoy, and it fits a particular mood, and I I I like the song. Mm-hmm. Fourteen for me. Yeah, Tommy, what are your thoughts on this song? Little Brothers is up there. I mean, it's it's kind of emotional, especially with the montage. I feel like it definitely boosts the song. Seeing like little baby Phineas and Ferb, and uh, seeing how much Candace cares about them. I would probably have it in the top ten so far. That's that's respectable. I, I agree. It's definitely in my top ten. Does anyone want to take a guess as to where I put this song? Three, uh, two, one. I I would guess you're not making it jump the Flying Fishmonger song. No, of course not. Uh, not until we get to our season one review. I put it at number six between Busted and Gitchy Gitchy Goo, mainly because of the amount of times I sung it to my little brother and how like confused. Uh, that's fair. Those uh, are both good and ones, also though. because Stacey Hirano sings it, and I'm all about that. If Stacy were a condiment, she would be whatever condiment it is that makes hot sauce a little bit less hot. Sour she's, cream. She's always like like keeping Candace in check. Yogurt, something milk based. <laughs> like is Stacy milk? Is that her condiment? Tzatziki. Ooh, tzatziki. That that's that's a good one. Because it's still like I don't want to say like oh she's just like boring and and her only use is to make candace less fiery that's jeremy uh yeah yeah jeremy is the mayonnaise that does this but but stacy stacy can stand on her own but mm. also like works well to to keep candace in check i i like to seek for for stacy we love that um anyways so did we get will's ranking on the song yeah uh did you sing this to sam and, and nathan or no I never did. No, uh, maybe I should. Did Tucker ever sing it to you? He did not. I don't. I think he was too old for this show. I don't. I don't think he watched this one. All maybe right. you can serenade so, the brothers podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I. We dare you to sit on a future episode of everyone on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier review episode. Oh no! Please, yes. when you're talking about the Flag Smashers, please just drop this little ditty in there. Yeah. And then also randomly call me and then ask for my opinions on the show. And I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. And then I'll just rag you all for your breakfast, uh, Mount Rushmore's. Yeah. That's fair. All right. So where are we putting chains on me? Will, um, let's start off with your right. I have this at number 24. I think this this definitely makes the, the playlist it's a song I will probably listen to every time it comes up. Um, I, I think it's a good song. It's a, it's a good, catchy blues song. I think Dan Pavemeyer does a great job singing the blues. Uh, it's right in between Backyard Beach and the Flying Fishmonger song. Um, and I really loved the, the visual of the, the Knifle Tower. Loved it. Yeah. All right, um, Felipe, what about you? So just to preface, I have just officially bumped I'm Linda and I Want to Have Fun from, it was 14 before this, now it is at 11. I just think it's it was criminally Not low. Not a it big was, enough jump. I know, it probably will jump higher later, but that was just like, I was like, why is Lindana below Swinter? Why, okay. it, it needs to be higher. Um, also, but, while we're on this topic, Tommy, what are your thoughts on I'm Lindana and I Want to Have Fun? I think I need to re-listen to it. I have not heard that. How? 
dare you okay we are ops again how oh. could you do this <laughs> send send me the song and i will listen to it and i will give you the post podcast thoughts on on the song <laughs> sung by olivia just olsen for, just for you guys from uh love actually uh, and then, so I put Chains on Me right below I'm Lindana at number 12, above Perry the Platypus, above the theme song. Um, I just think it's like so bluesy and fun. And uh, AJ Norris also agrees with my opinion. He says it's a good song. So I think that I stand by it. I would listen to this one a lot. Miss Navi. All right. So I have it at, hold on a second, wrong page. My bad. Uh, I have it at number 23 between mom's birthday and one good scare ought to do it. It was a fine song. It won't leave a lasting impression on me. And honestly, I already kind of forgot it. So there it goes. That's like the ring, like pretty much anything 20 below. I'm like, I don't remember this. Well, except for the theme song. I remember the theme song, but everything else. That's fair. Yeah. And so All right. now we get to the the uh, point of the episode. Yes, <laughs> the What's the French word? The like the not not the denouement. The the like the grand, like the grand finale word for in French. I don't know. I don't the grand know. finale. The the like the the main event in French. I don't know. I don't know. I stopped taking French at in high school. Well. Canonically, it is now the Grey Poupon. The Grey Poupon. <laughs> yeah. The the coup de gras. The coup de gras. That that's the word. Uh, yes, because Grey Poupon is the victory of of everyone's <laughs> plate. Like, oh man, I'm so excited to get to the Grey Poupon on my plate. Yeah. Which Phineas and Ferb character is the Grey Poupon? Lawrence, 100. percent Okay. <laughs> Lawrence is like tartar sauce. He's like a like a Wouldn't fish and chips guy. Wouldn't that be Grandpa Reg? Because he's the flying fish. Yeah, monger. maybe. That flying fish monger, flying fish monger. Holy, holy All mackerel! Right. Holy, holy mackerel! So, where are we ranking this episode? Phineas and Ferb get busted. Before we get into our rankings, Tommy, why don't you tell us your thoughts on this episode? You chose it after all. Yeah, I what I liked about this episode is, I mean, first off, it's it's a one. It's the only episode in this in this one, right? Like it's not a, it's mm-hmm. not a double double duty. And for me, I remember it being like a big surprise. And I know we talked about the twist of like does it take it away because of the twist? But I remember being watching this as a kid and being like, "Oh, like they just got busted. I did not expect this outcome." So the whole time mm-hmm. on a on a first watch, I feel like it is a cool change that kind of breaks up the 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 formula that the show does it's the same thing sometimes and so this was cool to have that like twist going on mm-hmm, i agree will what about you where do you have this episode ranked this is a memento tier episode for me <laughs> uh and in a good way i have this at number three uh right behind Ooh. uh so it's it's do we're getting ba- the band back together flop stars and then Pennies and Ferb get busted, followed by It's About Time and Tree to Get Ready. Yeah, like, it's one story. Like, it's not only is it a two-part episode, but the episode itself is one storyline. We get we get the one story the whole time. It's a very well-told story. I like I like uh, some of the music that's in it. 
Um, I I think it gives a good look into into Candace. Uh, I I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, number three. Mm -hmm. Felipe, what about you? Where do you have Phineas and Ferb get busted? This is also a memento tier episode. And also like Will, it is in the good memento tier. I have this at number two. Mm. And this might be controversial. I have, it's about time in my first place. Then this one, then three is due. We're getting the band back together. That's three out of the four, like two part episodes like one block of mm. time uh the only other one that we have here that's not on the top four is one good scare how to do it at 14 but the it's about time and Phineas and ferb get busted it's probably just like based on the nostalgia bump because those re-ran more than do we're getting the band back together but i think all these episodes are classic and like what is so iconic about Phineas and ferb mm -hmm. yeah. And I think what's interesting about this episode, because we usually talk about how like the Doofenshmirtz and Perry plot are usually like the way more interesting one, but similar to Dude, We're Getting the Band back together, like it's like secondary. In fact, we don't even really see Perry and Doofenshmirtz this episode and it still holds mm -hmm. up really Doofenshmirtz well. Doofenshmirtz has what, five seconds of screen time? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the fact that like the Phineas and Ferb and Candace plot were like that, intriguing and that engaging i think that definitely bumps the episode up uh no shock it is also a top three episode for me i have it at number two between dude we're getting the band back together which is number one followed by flop stars though i don't know when i think back to it maybe i should put tree to get ready above flop stars i currently have that at number nine and looking back on it i'm like what was i thinking Clearly, I was being a booze hound and not. <laughs> Stop bullying my friend Navi. <laughs> but yes, I have Phineas and Ferb get busted at number two. And I guess that wraps up our rankings, folks. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Do we have any final okay. thoughts on the episode of Phineas and Ferb in general? Uh, I, I think this was a dream come true. This mm -hmm. my, my dream has come true. We have recorded a great podcast. I mean, uh, I had a lot of fun. I did too. Let's start with Tommy. Tommy, where can people keep up with you on social media and plug your podcasts again? And also, uh, I know you do something similar on Star Wars, but uh, like a pop culture thing that you're consuming that everyone needs to check out, um, which you do on Star Wars as well. But like, we also do it. And it's just a fun thing I like to hear from people when they're yeah, I think around. it's a good, it tells you a lot about a person about what they're watching. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, you can follow me on the Twitter. Uh, I'm Tommy's Tidbits, giving you that tidbit of information you didn't think you wanted. And, he's and a good, he loves a good bit as well. Love a good bit. And in uh, a, a pizza bit, like bagel, bagel bite bits. Mm. I guess those are bigger bites, but uh, those are pretty good. I, and you can follow along with um, Stark Wars or Declassified Survival Guide podcast. Both of those have Twitters as well and uh come check us out we have a good time and what have i been watching other than like the like kind of superhero things that i've been talking about over it can on... be like a music like an album it doesn't have to be like something like i'm gonna plug a youtube video that's what yeah. i'm gonna plug well i have one i, I, I outlander i've, I've recently Ooh. got into outlander and i've really enjoyed the first season i mean first off it's just beautiful because it's such a, a cool landscape but but the story is really well done as well we love that. Yeah. So Tommy's recommendation, pop culture recommendation is Outlander. And Tommy, 
what day do you drop Stark Wars and what day do you drop Declassified if people want to check out? Like, or like, do you, not generally, but like, do you have like some sort of time schedule? Yeah. So uh, with Ned's, we try to drop that early Sunday mornings or, or early Monday morning, Sunday night, just in time for school. You know, get that yes. 7 a.m. podcast mm-hmm. in. Uh, and then Stark Wars usually we record that friday and drop that friday night into saturdays okay yeah um we've we've also like besides tommy we've also had the great naomi calhoun who has been on both uh stark wars and this podcast we love we love sharing guests Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh declassified is also there's only been like five episodes quick easy binge if you haven't listened yet highly recommend as well like stark wars there's uh at least like 25 so you can binge that too yeah. but that's definitely a more daunting binge so <laughs> yeah and we're getting right into bad batch this friday so you can yeah. always just jump in with us it's it's you know we cover many shows so you can just jump in for the bad batch and you don't need to wa- listen to the other ones if you don't want to yes. yeah or you can do what i do and since i don't follow any of the shows you cover i just listen to it and have it play while i'm sleeping uh, I feel like <laughs> so that way you still get your listens yes but I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not spoiled, so it's all good. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, Navi, let's go to you next. The birthday girl herself. Uh, what do you have to plug? Well, you can follow me pretty much anywhere at Cuz I'm Navi. Unlike uh, these losers, I don't have another podcast to plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my own podcast. Though I will be on the Wombat Water Instant Noodle podcast. So that'll be out. KFC, Karen from Canada is still editing that. So that should drop in the Wombat Water feed at some point. Um, and as for a pop culture plug, I watched all of Yasuke, which is uh, an animated show that dropped on Netflix this past week. It's actually from the same person who created the Boondocks and oh. uh, it's Afro Samurai. It's not good, Ooh. but it's six episodes. They're like half an hour each. And like, I think the ideas that are presented in it are interesting. It's just the execution and the fact that there's robots in this supposedly biographical uh, story, very bizarre. It's just very random. Check it out if you want to be very perplexed. That's all I'll say. Love that. Um, William, where can people keep up with you? Uh, So first, next week on this podcast, we have season one, episode 17, uh, Grease Lightning and Leave the Busting to Us. Uh, Is it just us three? I think so. I I think we've got uh, Naomi. Naomi Naomi will be back in two weeks. And uh, TikTok Um, Nicole is coming at some point. TikTok Nicole's coming up sometime next month. Uh, back sometime next month. Jacob will be back. Yes. Uh, okay. Sci- yeah. So next I'm week is for the by future. ourselves. Uh, yeah. Next week is by ourselves. Grease lightning. Leave the busting to us. Uh, me by myself is on Twitter at Davis comma Will. Uh, you can find me on there. Uh, if you want to listen to my other podcast where I talk to my brother and and two friends about random things that is at EATB podcast everyone and their brother uh this past week yeah we we were uh trying to find someone to sponsor us corporate wise so we were this was our corporate sellout episode uh tomorrow we are recording our episode on uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh so mm-hmm. that, that should be coming out next week yes um, I said tomorrow we're definitely recording that Thursday I hope this I, time if you have a joke everyone lets you finish the joke 
unlike the WandaVision <laughs> podcast where you tried to make something, you tried to make a joke and then Sam just went on a full ass tangent and you were like, as I was saying. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get them in where we can. We, we do that. But um, shout out to the five-star reviewer. I think we have one or two oh, I, didn't, I didn't check today yeah uh we this i love the one that was like uh i was reading them recently it was like uh i if you love listening to phineas and ferb discussion from a brazilian dragon a fifth wheel and a punctuation mark check this podcast yeah, th- out that one that one i have read on the podcast i know yeah. I, I was just rereading them because i was like let me let me check these uh but yeah uh anyways you can follow me at what the fleep on all social media um podcast wise i got the Brazilian Dragon, we're dropping our WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier hodgepodge MCU discussion. I reveal what may be a controversial MCU rankings in that episode and place WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier there, as well as episode rankings for both shows. Um, and Jay and I discuss like comics and like representation in the comics, which is great um, with both Wanda and uh, Falcon. Uh, and then we have a Navi's there as well. Um, that's probably going to drop some point tomorrow. Tomorrow I have a busy day. So hopefully it will drop by the time you listen to this. And then uh, this past weekend, we recorded an Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off podcast with Autumn Matthews and Audrey Sizemore. And it was a great deal of fun. We talked about the unhinged recipes that this man was cooking with like the Fruit Loop chicken wings earlier that we mentioned um and uh mashed potato mountain uh otherwise i will be on community building this week talking Yay! about Ooh, how exciting uh i forget intro to dance something interpretive dance that's the, the episode i am talking about and i'm excited to talk to podcast dad josh wiggler and jess sterling in icon um and yeah otherwise you can follow me on twitter and on clubhouse um at what are he fleep on clubhouse because i'm a dummy who didn't spell check and mm-hmm. am stuck with that handle um anyways uh follow us what you do in pod on twitter five stars subscribe tell a friend and tell them to tell a friend um and will what was your pop culture plug um let's see i i finished avatar last night for the first okay. time so we i love that go watch avatar the last airbender i guess yes or i've also been watching it. young justice Young yes, Justice was was one of my favorite, maybe my favorite superhero. <laughs> is it like adult whole like Teen Titans? Is that what it is? It, well, it, so it it's different heroes from the Teen Titans kind of, but mm-hmm. a similar idea where it's all yeah. like people who were sidekicks of Justice League heroes that they mm-hmm. made their own team because they weren't letting them into the Justice League. Uh, and then season two gets wild because there's like a five-year time jump that no Ooh. one is accounted for uh and i season three came out on on like dc's streaming service which then yes. got absorbed into hbo max so i haven't seen season three yet so i started from the beginning so i could catch up through season three Love um that. but i'm i'm excited for it. yeah um and then for my my pop culture plug it's this video that is giving me so much joy. It's three minutes and 12 seconds on YouTube. It is called, let me go find it real quick. One second. Uh, <laughs> Elmo yelling at a rock for three minutes and 12 seconds straight. <laughs> oh no. It is legitimately funny. I showed it to my brother and he laughed. And I showed it to a friend and she laughed. Elmo is being gaslit by Zoe that this rock 
exists. And now Tommy has a pet rock, so I'm not trying to like mm -hmm. judge, but Rocco tries to steal, hi Dale, Rocco tries <laughs> to steal Elmo's oatmeal cookie. And Zoe is gaslighting Elmo and Elmo like snaps. And honestly, it brings me so much joy. And that is what I'm plugging this week. Go watch it. It's three minutes and 12 seconds. And that is my pop culture plug for the week. Have we already plugged uh, Toad singing Chandelier on this podcast? I think we did when Naomi was here because Naomi does okay. the Toad voice. Yeah. Go yeah. watch Toad singing Chandelier. That's a, that's a great, great one. Yes. Also, Llamas with Hats, if you ever want to throw back. Mm -hmm. um, and the Big Brother Canada finale this week. That's also something. That's probably Nathan's plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah with all that said go listen to tommy on the sponge pod po uh cast pants is that the podcast name i believe yes. so it's something sponge sponge pod cast pants i think is yes and he's gonna go record that afterwards so we took too much of his time but we loved having you tommy thank you so much you're always welcome back yes and yeah listen to tommy's podcast they're a hoot and a half yeah um and just take care stand backpack girl for clear skin mm -hmm. yeah um with all that said uh that's a wrap corn dog, on corn us dog. corn dog corn dog yummy 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 yummy, yummy, yummy. bye <laughs> <laughs>for someone who hasn't played it uh you take pictures of pokemon yeah i i really enjoyed the n64 version of the game. i i Me haven't too. played the new one but i i love that game growing up. there's like a puzzle element to it because like sometimes to find certain creatures you mm -hmm. have to do certain things to to cause those creatures the, yeah. yeah it's kind of like honestly it's it's like if they made a video game out of the the buzz light you're right at disney world Oh, it's it's like you're you're on a track and you're yeah. like trying to shoot the things around you except instead of shooting it's you're on a track and there's pokemon and you have to take good pictures of them yeah, yeah. i've been meaning to pick up the new one mm -hmm. i've been replaying x and y but in a nuzlocke mm -hmm. i've been nuzlocking oh cool um, it's very does sad it play though. Better, does it play better on a nuzlocke because i just played it as is and i found it to be really boring <laughs> x and it, y it, it does because it's like, especially if you turn off XP share, because the game is built mm. for the XP share. So if you go without it, it's terrifying. Like my roommate lost six of his Pokemon already. And I think oh, we're on like mm -hmm. the third gym. And it's like, we name them. So it's like really sad. Like my starter is the uh, Fennekin and its name is Zelda. Cause I based it all on Nintendo characters that aren't Pokemon. Mm. 
And I'm like, nothing bad, bad, better ever happened to Zelda. Like, Zelda's my baby. You can't <laughs> harm. I named an Electrode uh, Wario today because I thought Electrode has a very Wario face to it. That's... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. When I played, uh, when I played, uh, I think it was Moon, I had a, a Poplio that I named, uh, uh-huh. I named my Poplio Drew Seeley after after Troy Bolton's singing voice in in High School Musical 1 I woke up this morning and the world was gray hadn't seen the sun since they hauled me away the boss man says there's no use in trying he won't let me color outside of the lights got these chains on me, yeah, they're dragging me down. Got these chains on me, hear that clanking sound. Got these chains on me, Mr. Hear My Song. Don't say imagination is morally wrong. Mm-hmm. Drink a water, boss. As long as I've been here, I got nothing to show. Try to make something, but the boss says no. Wanna be creative, but the man won't hear it. That big boss man is trying to crush my spirit. Got these chains on me, they won't let me fly. Got these chains on me, won't tell me why. Got these chains on me, Mr. Hear My Song. Don't say imagination is morally wrong. No, they won't let us down. is morally wrong. <laughs> Nathan says we should all among us sometime, to be honest. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I got the text too! Do you want to explain what I did? <laughs> oh, oh, you... I, I texted her, I texted, I texted pretending to be Navi from the What You Doing account saying, hi, I miss you, oh. Navi. <laughs> Should I include this in the post credits? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if if you want, feel free. Okay. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb. Candace gonna bust you if you 